Talo for everyone and welcome back to the Samoan Scientist podcast. This episode I am going to read a Samoan mythology or story or tale about the Samoan Tower. Let's go. So today I'm really excited that I'm going to read you Who Stole My Taro from the book called Samoan Heroes by David Riley and illustrated by Michael Molopolo. So before we get into this story, there are a few characters that I just need to give you background to. So there are two characters, the main characters, called Tangaloa and Lossi. Tangaloa is known as the creator, the chief of all the gods. And Lossi is one of his son, one of his sons. <laughs> who stole my taro? Lossi was a chief and skilled fisherman who lived in ancient Samoa. One day he visited Tangaloa to see what new foods and goods he could acquire for his people. During his visit, he stole a taro shoot to take back to Samoa. Lossi was just about to leave when one of Tangaloa's servants called out, There's one taro shoot missing! What? How do they know that? Lossi wondered. The servants looked at Lossi suspiciously, then searched him, but they couldn't find the taro shoot because Lossi had hidden it in a secret recess in his body. You can figure out what that means. This is disrespectful, Lossi said in a hurt voice. I've never been treated, so we know you took the taro shoot, one of the servants interrupted, as the rest of the servants beat Lossi up and chased him away. Back in Samoa, Lossi promised to get revenge on Tangaloa's servants. He had a servant of his own named Fa'u, who could run very fast. Lossi sent him to spy on Tangaloa to see what else he could steal. Fa'u returned later that day with good news. They've got a whole lot more than just taro shoots, he said excitedly. I knew it, Lossi said, already forming a plan in his mind. But they've got a lot of guards, Fa'u warned. And I hate they're blaming each other for letting you get away with the taro shoot. I found out they like to go to sleep late and wake up late. The next time they wake up, there'll be a gift waiting for them, Lossie said, smiling. Then immediately sent his servants out to the reef to catch stingrays. In the early hours before the sun came up, Lossie and his companions went back to Tangaloa's house. Everyone was asleep, just as Vows had said they would be. They carefully laid the stingrays between the doorposts of the house. In the morning, Tangaloa's servants woke up, rubbed their eyes and stumbled outside to wash themselves. They didn't see the stingrays because they were the same colour as the floor. When they stood on the greasy stingrays' bodies, they slipped and fell, banging their heads on the rocks. Lossie did this, one of the servants said as they ate the cooked stingrays later that morning. The other servant nodded in agreement, rubbing the cuts and scratches on their heads. Time for some payback. The next day, a message arrived from Lossi. A message arrived for Lossi from the servants of Tangaloa. First, we thank you for the generous gift of fish you bought yesterday, the message read. In return, we invite you to come swimming with us in one of the purest rivers in the universe. The letter didn't mention that at the end of the river was a waterfall that would hurtle Lossi and his men to their deaths. Lossi wasn't easily fooled. He accepted the offer but stationed his own servant, Fulufulietolo, near the waterfall. 
Fulufului Tolo had super strength and caught each of Lossi's men as they stumbled over the waterfall. Tangaloa's servants were determined to punish Lossi for what he had done to them. They organised an eating competition, believing Lossi and his men would be so greedy they would eat themselves to death. But Lossi outsmarted them again. Mosul Falfulu was another of his servants and his talent was super eating. Not only did he eat all the food, he ate the baskets as well. Before leaving, Lossi stole some kava, breadfruit and coconuts. I've had enough of this, shouted one of Tangaloa's servants and he began widely swinging his weapon at Lossi in frustration. A battle broke out between Lossi's men and Tangaloa's servants. Once again, Lossi was victorious and this time he won six Paramount Chief titles from Tangaloa. Anthropologists believe Pacific peoples originally migrated from Southeast Asia, bringing taro, coconut and breadfruit with them. The word taro appears as galo in Hawaii, talo in Tonga and zalo in Fiji. Taro is known as talas in Indonesia. Many Pacific cultures have stories about a character who steals taro from the heavens. For example, in Rotoma, a man was kidnapped taken to the sky world, discovered a taro plant growing there and threw it down to earth. And so what I really love about these stories is like it said, the taro and the origin of taro is present throughout the Pacific. So it's really telling that it's culturally significant because we all have similar stories. And these stories are from my ancestors, you know, people's names that we don't even know, people's faces we don't recognize. But today we're still able to cherish these stories and read about these stories today in 2019. And so from a, a science pers pers um, perspective, it's really interesting to me because um, in a way this is really our indigenous science and our indigenous knowledge. And it gives more weight to the work that I do in science because I'm doing it for a reason that it is so significant within our culture, not just only for um, exporting and looking at diseases um, on taro but it also has our personal and significant value it's um, significant value to our culture our Samoan culture and Pacific Island cultures and also our Indonesian brothers and sisters so that's us for this episode thank you so much and I'll see you next time Thank you so much for listening to the Salmon Scientist podcast. If you have any more questions or comments, just message me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And please ask me questions. I'm here to help.